Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars, and this week we're in the same room. Well now, this is weird. For the first time in the short history of this podcast, we're in the same room. We are, same hotel room. Um, Distancing, obvs. Socially distanced, but we've got long cables on our microphones, not a euphemism. (laughs) We're going to use them. (laughs) We're in a hotel room, just uh, near the world-famous Goodwood Motor Circuit. Glorious. No, glo- we, we swore we weren't going to say glorious Goodwood because it's such a fucking cliche. Gaunt. Okay, what else could we say? Gaunt. Gauntlet riding. Gaunt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous Goodwood. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. Garrulous Goodwood. Gregarious Goodwood. Gout ridden Goodwood. Gouty Goodwood. <laughs> Gouty, Gouty Goodwood. <laughs> so much rich meat and cheese. Goodwood that's walking with a limp now. <laughs> I absolutely love a gout ridden Goodwood. <laughs> Ruddy of nose <laughs> and gammy of foot. Goodwood's had a little bit too much pate and Good. cheese. Here we are with the um, gout pre. And we, <laughs> we, we go, we go, here we are. It's obviously it's time for a standing start whereby you're you're Le Mans running to the vehicles. And as you can see, there are slightly rotund gentlemen are now waddling to the guards. They've already had their uh, strictly uh, timed measure of fortified wine. And now they're going... (laughs) <laughs> they're going to be climbing with help into their vehicles, uh, lap belts only on this occasion. Oh God, only lap belts, yes. Oh, there's no only lap belts, I and mean... of course, as you can see, mandatory passenger side passenger seat. There's a venison burger. This, <laughs> just like the Joker lap on Rallycross, they have to consume it before the end of the race oh, in any style they fancy. Goodness. Now, um, well, what are we doing? We well, what are we doing here? It's a more philosophical Rich, question. Rich, we've, we've been, we've got some paid work. We've got some paid work as a double act, as a sort of what did you say the other day? Poundland Anton Deck. Yes. Um, so we've been doing some actual presenting on the Goodwood Speed Week live stream. By the time you listen to this, it'll all be over, but you can watch it. You can catch up with it. There's some highlights this coming week. And um, I think they're going to put it on ITV YouTube and, all, and it's on YouTube. ITV, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I've already looked back at some of the things we did today on YouTube. What, just to make sure they're not crap? Well, because um, it, it's live and there's a lot going on. There's car racing and there's all sorts of little other events and they've got a big team of presenters led by the doyen of primetime Make It Look Easy Excellence, Dermot O'Leary, oh, yeah. lovely man. Yeah. And um, so he, if he's at one end of the spectrum of presenting slick seamless professional then then there's uh various other people uh who uh sean welby off the radio and other things and uh rory reed ex of top gear and mark, then mark webber mark webber who is not only tall quite, australian quite a good accomplished at, driver yeah quite good at presenting quite good at driving he's and, I'm kind of underselling him on both counts but, he's brilliant and really funny as well which is just irritating it's like he's yeah. triple threat I know. Um, it, it is a bit annoying, isn't it? And then there's us filling in the gaps. And uh, the reason I was checking back what we'd done today is because there was a bit where, and I've never done live television or broadcasting of any kind before, where sometimes if you have an earpiece, someone just says, right, go, start speaking now. And you have to start speaking. And we were asked to start speaking about some cars that had, in fact, driven off. Oh, gosh, yeah. We're supposed to do an immaculately timed thing with a grid full of cars. But unfortunately, we got timed in five minutes late and all the cars had long gone. <laughs> we did manage to stop short of going, they fucked off, like Peter O'Hanrahan on the day-to-day. 
Peter, you've lost the cars. Yeah, they've gone. They've got in a cab. But the cars had driven off, so there was nothing to talk about that was in vision, and we had to just sort of try and remember what we'd just seen and then recap it. And then just as we were doing that, they told us to shut up. I'll tell you um, what was good, though. Last night, we got a sort of Goodwood lock-in um, because we were going to leave as it was getting dark, and then we realised that we couldn't actually get get home to our cars because there was a rally stage on. That was really cool, and it was, and it felt, it felt authentic. It was, it was suddenly very cold. It was very cold. <laughs> and, and you it, had a bobble hat. I, which I was did very. I wise. did bring a beanie in my bag. Beanie, and I'm sorry, glad yeah. about that. So I, it, suddenly I felt rally spec. So I put the orange beanie on. It didn't have five 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 on it or martini <laughs> or anything, but I felt good. And then we went and watched. We actually watched some. We felt turbo lag. Oh man, um, it was so interesting as well. Um, it, well, just to give people a rundown of the cars. Uh, there were from the top a Mark II Escort lovely yep. classic um, 205 T16 and a 205 GTI actually as well just for good measure there was two Metro 6 R4s yeah one Golden Wonder spec yeah one computer vision I love the Golden Wonder one because it's the lesser spotted 6 R4 isn't it yeah uh, a Stratos um, which sounded amazing Escort Cosworth Corsair, Focus, Focus RS, McRae spec, a Legacy, a Subaru Legacy McRae spec, Rothmans, yeah, lovely Legacy RS, yeah. Uh, they're running for some reason a couple of those new Yaris GR, Kazoo Racing, and um, uh, it was just interesting to see. And uh, what else? I had loads of stuff, loads of uh, Quattro's, Quattro's uh, original Integrale, Integrale. Short, yeah, the short ba- wheelbase Quattro, the short one that looks like quattro. it's been, I don't know, damaged at birth, and then the yeah. other one, the normal one, yeah. Uh, Five lovely. Yeah, the y, the Lancia Y zero three seven one is that what it called? I can't remember. Uh, no, there wasn't one of those. It was, but there was a Stratos, and there was a Delta Integrale. There was That's no, right. and there's an S four kicking around, but it didn't do that thing we watched last. Oh, night. I know this uh, Carlos Sainz um, Celica. Celica, yes, which and was, and was being driven hard. Yeah, it was really nifty. I saw some it? flamey, flamey exhausts on the go through the yeah. trees. Because one of the things that interested me, I was, I was going to say, is about how turbo lag through the ages. Because you watched the, the the second sort of half of it when we went to that different vantage position and we were watching them come spearing off the start finish straight of the track and they went to that area where they had to do a mandatory pirouette, a mandatory pirouette, pirouette and some hay bales, and it was really and they did it twice. And they, they, they did two runs of it and the Escort Cosworth noticeably bogged down off boost trying to get out of that little area. It did, and immediately after it, Focus RS. Its yeah. its successor just didn't, and the modern stuff. There was a polo, wasn't it? A modern polo, like a one-year-old, two-year-old, yeah, and a two hundred eight as yeah. well. Modern WRC spec, and, and they were they just pissed off like a pair they of were bastards. Like surgeons' knives. It was incredible, wasn't yeah, it? But that's the thing. The Celica <laughs> was one of them, and I don't know whether it's because some of them are a bit older and people were taking it a bit easy. But they were proper drivers in there, weren't they? And yeah. I don't think proper racing drivers slash rally drivers know how to take it easy in a competitive environment. But I just felt like the Celica looked... It, the body language of the car was more like a modern It one. did. It looked they good. they were, as you say, scalpel sharp. Yeah. So that was a real treat last night, wasn't it? Staying late. I mean, we had to stay late because we literally couldn't leave the track, much to the chagrin of our friend Roy Reed, who really wanted to go home <laughs> or back to his hotel and was told, no, you're trapped here. And then when we did get out, when the rally cars had finished, for some reason the gates were shut. And, and we, we left. We, got, we kind of got locked in. Kind of got locked in, and a group of people uh, uh, decided they would open the gates of their own doing. And the lady at the lead of this pack turned to us as she unlocked the gate and went, "Ready?" As if we were escaping from prison. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a real treat. Um, glorious, 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 gouty, Goodwood. <laughs> and um, uh, and then today we saw the. Jerry Marshall Trophy race, oh my which was just an overload for the senses of wonderful things from um, minis, as a mini clubman, and two mini estates or countrymen's, whatever you call them. Yeah, old school. Not talking about. Her. But everything because because this event is a mashup of the revival and the festival of speed. You had pre sixty, pre seventies stuff, and mm. then post seventies stuff. So you had mini metros. Yes, um, Fiestas, Mark One Golf GTI, in Mark One Golf GTI, Mark Two 
uh, VW Sirocco. Yeah. Um, again, and the Triumph Doggershite Sprints. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and then and a Rover SD1s. And then you had yeah. the usual fare of, um, what's the usual kind of Shazam? That well, there's, there's some 70s Camaros in there, weren't there? And a yeah. 60s one as well. And a 60s two, 60s Mustangs? Yeah, 70s, 70s, 70s. Very early 70s. 70 and a 71. And uh, um, BMW... Oh, the 5 Series, the UFO jeans one. E28 5 Series in there. That's an early E number, that. Yeah. and um, But it was, the sound was brilliant. The signed was sensational and such a a rich tapestry. A couple of those minis sounded proper fruity. There was that one you pointed out to me. It came in the pits, there there was a mandatory driver change. And one of the minis came in the pits and sat, Sat down idling. below us idling because they had to stay in the pits bum, for a certain bum, amount of bum, time bum, to make the COVID bum, safe driver change fair and yeah they were wet wiping in between driver there was a lot of wet wiping and then you saw that man who appeared to have some COVID safe Fanta that he was accidentally <laughs> spilling everywhere <laughs> I thought he was just you know like aftershave you know sort of doing an overzealous aftershave <laughs> spray one you know like just Friday night you're going what out you're doing? totally going left. I think he accidentally just tipped a bit of Fanta over the, the driver change because <laughs> he was, was, he was trying to, I think he was trying to help he did what I did earlier, is I tried to take a photograph of Michael, uh, Michael, Nigel Mansell's Formula One, the Canon Honda <laughs> Michael thing. Michael Mansell, yeah. <laughs> Michael Mansell. <laughs> he wasn't so successful. And I tried to take a picture, having just bought you and I a coffee, mm. and instead of putting the coffees down, like a complete blimmin' tool, I thought I'd take a picture whilst holding them in one hand, and I got slightly scolded and dropped my own coffee. Um, and I think this what this guy tried to help with the you know the quick change involves tightening the belts of the yeah. driver. Yeah, <laughs> all the race harnesses are real yeah. faff. I think he already opened the bottle of Fanta. He, just, and, uh, he kind of just sort of he left it and he kind of tipped it. <laughs> so you're about to go out and you're you're the second driver, so you've got to go out hot, blazing, yes. and you've got a lap full of Fanta, which does look like a really dehydrated piss. Yeah. You, oh my god, you need to drink more water, mate, and also not piss yourself in the car. <laughs> when you're <laughs> in, someone threw Fanta over me. In it's the a half hour race. Yeah, of course he did, mate. It's not even an endurance race. You can't just waz yourself. Well, hang on. Come the on. other highlight, I mean, I can say this now because at the time it looked like it could have actually caused a really bad incident, but the, one of the highlights was that the, um, a mini clubman dumped a load of oil on the track right by, if, you, if anyone's familiar with that Goodwood um, circuit, just as they come back onto the start-finish straight before they do, there's the chicane. Oh, yeah. And it ditched, it ditched a load of oil right there because it just went pop just before the pits. And... Um, and then everyone's having a rice old slither. Oh, the Capri, the motocraft Capri. Oh yeah. Well, wow. leading that Camaro was in the lead at the time. I thought he'd properly lost it and actually he held on to the lead and everything, but he'd not before he'd, he'd applied an awful lot of opposite lock in both directions. Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty flaily. But, <laughs> you know, in a competent storm. way. And also, some of the drivers as well, because you've got uh, uh, like Tom Christensen, and, and, you know, who is uh, a fairly decorated Le Mans hero yeah multiple winner king of Denmark and and he was driving in it and uh, our friend uh, Dickie Meaden of Evo magazine amongst others he was in there Jason yeah. Plato Jason Potato he was in it with Mustang Mike Warm was he? he with his exposed nipple shirt on underneath yeah well, he's very I'm, proud well, of it he's I'm a well sure decorated it's... driver <laughs> Which involves his nipple decoration. But yeah, per a previous podcast in uh, of our show, he uh, with his exposed nipple, he had um, he had an exposed. He nipple. phoned me up after hearing that, and he said it made his day. He said I laughed about <laughs> all day about you name checking me in my nipple t-shirt. <laughs> and that's what I love I about it, Jason. Good. Tiff, yes. Tiff's racing tomorrow. Tiff's racing tomorrow. We're going to catch up with Tiff. We saw. I guess it's just becoming all a bit lovey dovey. Like lovely friends, lovely friends. But we're nice <laughs> to see um, another mutual friend of ours, Vicky Butler Henderson. Um, Our lights keep going out in this hotel. It's room. a bit spooky. You isn't can't it? see this, but it is, and, the, and it is in a very partridge hotel it's room. Really posh. Your room is nicer than mine. We're in Johnny's room. Johnny's room is nicer than mine because Johnny, Johnny's got a bed that is too big for his room. His bed is basically so big it's a big square, but it's too big for the room. My room has a normal sized double bed but that's too small for the room and I have a lot of floor space which makes my room feel very bleak particularly because someone has nicked the picture off the main feature wall and there's just some screws left and it adds a certain sort of bleak quality to it 
I haven't looked in your bathroom. Have you got really nineties Go tiles? <laughs> Go and have a look. Go and have a look. In fact, the chair you sat on looks like an nice. Aztec jacket. Oh yeah, they're quite. Nice. Is that the same? Yeah, no, yeah. mine are worse, but they're. But they're it's, it's all this hotel. I think we can say this now because by the time this podcast goes out, we'll have here. checked out, <laughs> and then I'll remember I've left my wallet behind, and they'll go, "No, you're not having it because we've heard your podcast I... and you're being rude about our hotel." The fact it was built in 1992 and hasn't been redecorated since, but I'm just looking to see if there's anything cool in the drawers. It's got. It's hard to describe it, except that um, it, it's got the feeling of a. Badly run old, run old people's home about the day. No, it's all right. I know. Do you know? I we've stayed in so many dives in this game. Yeah, this one's I, pretty good. I I usually um, just think if the bed's all right, which it is. Bed, my bed's and the shower works and is hot enough, which it is. Yeah, and, it is. Yeah, you know, it's basically everything else is gravy. There is no gravy though. I've looked, but there is there is instant coffee. And they let me have a mint tea bag from the restaurant for free last night. Yeah, they did. And the <laughs> girl gave you two, which I think tea. that's flirting. I know. Oh, so what, do you think? Two tea bags when you ask for one. What, do you think she's inviting herself back to my room? Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of it. Like no, that. nor had I until you said it. And I don't she think was, she was very good at her job. Yeah, she was, actually. I was thinking, you're too competent for this hotel. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm exactly. not being mean about that hotel. I'm just smarting because you've got a bigger bed than me. So. I like the fact that you know you're at a race weekend because, A, the hotel's fully booked, but, B, the car park, we're the only people that have turned up without a Land Rover Discovery and an aerodynamic-covered trailer. Yeah. Everyone else has exactly that. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, or a nine eleven with a racing sticker somewhere on it discreetly. Yes, a filthy nine eleven with a racing sticker or a BRDC sticker, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I did say to you, you know, when we stepped out of the hotel yesterday morning, that I felt like at some point this weekend I was going to be run over and killed by a Discovery Four with a Brian James trailer behind it. Cause, oh yeah, because the roads are thick with them. Yeah, um, and it's good. And then I mean, it's. What's more interesting is what the Discovery 4s with the trailers are bringing have brought to Goodwood this weekend because we've been wandering around the paddock. It's been flipping It's unbelievable. It's I've insane. had the camera out the whole time. Um, that's a good point, actually. I was going to say, because I, I don't know where, where to begin, but, like, you know, if, if you're a fan of um, all of the... Uh, Jaguars that competed in Le Mans in the late 80s the Silk SJR 8s and 9s and, uh, and so on yeah well they're up. all here they're all here the gang's all here it's nuts um, I've never just, seen so many in a line was there four or five in a line there were five because then there was a, a line. six there was an XJR6 that I think was that just popped out from somewhere that's, um, that's not in the Silk Cup colours uh, there's a racing XJS as well which always looks mega and um Porsches, Porsches at the yin yang. Yeah, nine seventeen, nine seventeen, and nine seventeen just casually, just idling, idling, flat twelve, Blimmin just mad thing. Looks like it's away. made of balsa wood. I think some of it is. Yeah, I think some of They're it. They're always is. smaller than you, 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 you think in real life, aren't they? Well, yeah. I think I don't know. I just all those endurance cars. Because there's a nine one nine here as well, isn't there? And yeah, and that's smaller than you think. Yeah, that's right. There's some there's some fairly modern Le Mans cars. A nine five six. They've got that. They've brought that. 993 GT2R is it? Is it or a cup? A cup thing with a super super rare thing with riv riveted on arches looks um, sweet looks sweet broken when we were looking at it it had a bit of a fueling problem but they were they were on it they got some people come over from it's from the Porsche Museum in Germany it's just been restored looks mega and then just uh, uh, I think it was a 914 I saw and um, I saw Jackie Stewart's back Today. Did you? Yeah. Three-time world championship winning back of Jackie Stewart. Well, well, I knew it was him because, although it was quite loud, because all the sort of historic Formula One cars were, had been struck up and they were idling, mm. um, I think he was being interviewed at the front of it because I saw there was there's like a... He was either wearing a tartan cap, of course, mm. or a part of his race suit was tartan. Again, of course. Well, of course. Uh, he's got... I saw him on the coverage being interviewed by um, Mark... Webby Webbo, yeah, Webber, um, and he was wearing his trademark tartan cap, but he had a matching tartan face mask. Oh, did he? Mm. Very, yeah. very COVID. Uh, I realised I was such a thick twat. You know, I delayed our leaving the hotel this morning because I suddenly thought I'd better just do a little shave to trim my beard into shape, and forgot I'd be wearing a face mask all day, and no one can see. 
you well, I suddenly went, oh, I just need to trim, just trim around the edges of my beard because I'm going to be on telly, sort of. And then I forgot I'm not. That bit of me isn't going to be anywhere near the telly because it's under a mask. They did let us take our masks off for the end of the day, didn't they? Because we were all distanced oh, yeah. around the fire. Yeah, um, yeah I, Jackie Stewart uh, was... Who else thought... He's so did? tartan, right? He's I never so finished tartan. what I was going to say. Yeah, sorry. So tartan. I'm convinced. And he's also... He's quite a... Uh, sort of quietly spoken, very level-headed individual, yeah. it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a hunch... That he has a full body tattoo <laughs> from the neck down <laughs> of, what? of himself. That, no, of his own family tartan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so even when he's naked, he's fully tartan. Oh, like he could run down the pit lane tomorrow, and people just and it go, would just be it, okay. It's slightly weird. Jackie's wearing a body stocking, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it, that's that is painted skin. I can see his cock. That's, that's painted skin. That's oh painted God. skin. <laughs> How many hours of ink yeah. work would that require to well, have loads. full tartan? He could get into his race car with a lot out. Yeah. But because he's all inked in tartan... And, go, is and that he's Nomax, got, eh? Yeah, there's stitching. Wait, because I can see your pubes. So how can he be... <laughs> 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 he's gone. Stop it. But he wouldn't because he's all about safety, isn't he? He's very safe, so I don't think he would do that. Okay, who who isn't safe? <laughs> who, would do, who, who would do Tiff Tiff oh Tiff yeah. not so, no he's not he's, he's, oh Tiff would be fine if, if they said to Tiff right you're going to do this, this historic race um, you've got the choice you can wear your helmet or you can not wear your helmet and instead you can take coffee with you so, <laughs> He'd just go, he'd just be like, oh, well, there's no comparison. I'm totally taking coffee with me. Yeah, and I'll put it on pole. Oh, man, and he would as well, without spilling the coffee. Oh, hey, we've got to tell people about Karoon Channel. Sorry, this is really name-droppy, but we we both have worked with Karoon, who's a lovely man, and he's staying in this hotel. And we've got to tell people about the mystery of Karoon's breakfast. The PB breakfast. Because it's been haunting me all day. Right, We, we came down for breakfast this morning. Masks on, of course. And in the breakfast hall were a couple of people from the event that I didn't know. Karen's there, eating on his own. No, we were leaving by the time. Oh, sorry, yeah, we were already there. We were done. We were done, and we walked away. And on the way out of the hall, sorry, um, been a long day. um, Saw Karen to say hi to, and he was just starting what looked like a fairly. Accessorised breakfast, would you a call it? A healthy breakfast. Like, he wasn't having a massive fry-up, but he got, like, a load of muesli yeah. and then a bowl of yoghurt, maybe with the fruit compote that you can have off that menu. Yeah. And I think he had another cereal and maybe he had some toast or something. There yes, was a it was. spread. Two rounds of toast. There was a toast. lot of food on the table to the extent that I assumed someone must be joining him. But that didn't seem to be the case. And we had a quick chat... Yeah, the quick chat. We were While going. While he was stirring yogurt into his muesli. Yeah, like he and had. It was like I was thinking that is a thick paste he is making. That a big bowl of thick muesli-based paste. And I was thinking, ooh, that's going to take him a while. You can't rush that. No. You'd and choke. then we left, and we all we did, all I did, is went to my room, got my coat and my uh, uh, rucksack, and walked out. And met you at the car. And we went. Well, what's surprising is I did delay us. Like, you went straight out to the car, I went to the room to brush my teeth, and then I quickly had a shave of the top of my beard to trim it into shape, So, because I thought I was going to be on telly with a beard, not under a mask. That took, I mean, oh, it four was... minutes top. And the weird thing is, you were outside, you would have seen Karoon. Oh, yeah, and I didn't. And it's odd, but we Because it's, arrived... it's one in, one out car, it's the um, same way in and out car park. Yeah, there's no, he couldn't have snuck by. No, he couldn't. So how did he do it? Because we got to the track and we pulled up in the in the car park. Yeah. And he was already there. We pulled up next to him. We were directed to pull up next to him. He was getting his bag out of the car with his yeah. helmet and everything because he was racing. And we were like, we've just walked away from you with a lot of food on the table. And you've beaten us here. Yeah. How have you done? Have you? And I did want to check the passenger seat of his car for lots of... Uh, oh, lots of crockery. Because <laughs> yes. he is a racing driver. So seconds count. So you think, now that is something a racing driver might do. They go, screw it, I'm taking this breakfast with me. This is just mad. But there didn't seem to be any evidence of that. So how did he eat all of that food? And I don't think he would have left the food, because why would he have asked for it? And he was joyfully mixing the yoghurt into his muesli. He 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 was was fully intending to eat that. He was. So how did he do it? 
There's a tactic that we're not familiar with, Rich. It's, it's a racing think, driver yeah, thing, Yeah, yeah, I feel like it probably is. I mean, I did like, uh, we told this to somebody else earlier on, and they suggested that perhaps he can fully dislocate his jaw like a snake. <laughs> like a snake eating huge an egg. quantities of food in at once, but there's no evidence <laughs> to support that at all. The racing driver and TV pundit Karin Chandok uh, can, can, in fact, ingest it's brilliant. things that it. are bigger than his own body. And we, we love you, Karin. Yeah, we do. He's a top man. He's a yeah. lovely, lovely man, a um, but we are we are puzzled about his speed breakfast. Um, what what about the manual fuel pump situation we saw this morning? On that, that was a Fiat, wasn't it? Yeah, but pre like pre war, pre war Fiat. Um, big old, you know, like the the big tall uh, monoposto, whatever you call them, type jobs. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what that was because it's sort of it's on the outside. You know, those, those cars where half the controls are on the outside. Yeah, yeah. There was no room inside. I suppose not. Imagine that now. What? <laughs> just put, just change the stereo. Yes, hang on. I'll wind the window down and reach out. Yeah. Well, no, imagine if you bought a Cayenne GTS and it just happens to have a quick shift under, underneath the wing mirror. Like, so you, you just, you got to drive it with one arm out on the door. Yeah. Where there's, there's, yeah, there's paddles. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's getting emails. This is so professional. Oh, right. it is. It is. You know what it is? It is professional because it's, it's, our, it's our update for tomorrow. Oh, but that's what we're doing. Which you said we, you've got to be at the track at six. No, I think we've got a bit of a lie in. Please give Karen enough yeah. notice. Well, I, that's the thing. We, uh, we, we, we do want to be at breakfast when Karen's there because we want to see what he's I up to. I want to see. I do want to see. I think he'll distract us. He'll go, oh, look over there, guys. And then you turn around and he's gone. And so is all the food on the plate. I think, I think with, the, with, with the, the, the pandemic situation we're in, you know, there's a lot of one-way systems in place and lots of stickers on the floor and mm. things. Going into the toilet, uh, the gents' toilet, you've got, you've got certainly rhinos that are just blanked off mm. because you're not allowed too close to other people mm. and stuff. I feel like you could do some sort of uh, racy event. You know, like you know, like a pit stop where they time the pit stops. Yeah. You imagine if you just you know racing drivers were loose and maybe there was a massive oil down on the track. You got to entertain the crowds. <laughs> and when I say entertain the crowds, I'm not sure how to entertain you. <laughs> well, no. also, you run into the jets. So that's okay. Everyone drinks a liter and a half of water straight <laughs> away. You, one at a time. Run into the jets. Clock starts as soon as you're over the threshold. Hmm. Straight to the urinal. You wee as quickly as possible. You have to finish. Then you have to wash your hands properly. Dry your hands properly. They they get checked for dryness. Yeah. And then as soon as you're at the threshold of the other end of the door, you know, the one-way yeah, system, yeah. The, the clock stops. Bang. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you just know that racing drivers would be up for it because they, they just they'll, they'll... They would. If you just said, listen, this is the way it's going to go, you fill your... You fill your um, bag as it were but didn't you tell me that tiff is like the power piss king of the whole uk because he can just go in and like again maybe he can like dislocate the end of his penis so enormous amounts of liquid leave he's like no, the tiff inverse doesn't, tiff doesn't drink water you know he oh really, that's why he, he takes yeah. the michael out of me what, oh, you, you always water? need the toilet because you drink far too much water. It's like, no, Tiff, I, it's because I'm, I'm trying to stay healthy. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, because he's of a certain, he's of that generation where you just go, um, you know, during the average day, would you like some water? No. Actually, do you know what? I'll have a handful of sand, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. No, no other liquids will pass my lips except strong coffee. It's strong coffee. Remember, one spoon of silica gel just to stir yeah. it in. <laughs> just, just to make sure that, that bad boy's not coming out just to, to congeal form. it and I'm going to do an endurance race and then afterwards when I relieve myself it's going to look like a sachet of manuka honey yeah. <laughs> oh my god anyway on to, on to the next subject uh, I was going to do another name drop but it's not a name drop because it's not someone we know but it's someone we saw um, who I don't know must be taking part in something here because you have to you have to be involved in somewhere in a sort of staff capacity don't you it's not there's no crowd but we saw Howard Donald out of Take That he was taking part what was Which he doing, is, though? Well, I don't know if... I mean, Howard's got some tasty cars. Oh, uh, OK, so maybe one of his cars was... I racing. know that Chris Harris of, of Top Gear has raced his 356 at the Revival before. Uh, He's got a historic 356, quite a tasty one. Also, he... Um, I presume Howard, he knows, mates with um, uh, Dario Frank. Kitty. Oh, is Kitty. it? Yeah, well, they did a TV show together. They did uh, Mission Ignition together. Oh, of course 4. they did. And, yeah. um, cool. and Dario's here. 
Dario is here. Because he's racing, so maybe... He's a nice bloke. He's a nice bloke, isn't he? He's another top... Again, annoying... Handsome, talented racing driver, Dario Franchitti, and then it turns out he's funny and nice Chilled as out. well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just going to go and slam my dick in a door now. Just Ooh, give we'll up. Just wait till we finish this, and then, or we'll do it at the end as a sort of finale. <laughs> what it mean? Show, and now, yeah, and oh, also, oh. And it's, a, it's a, actually a very tight-fitting door from what I can do. I think it's fire-resistant, <laughs> so there's no giving. My up. the door on my room is tight-fitting, but one of the windows goes to dunk when uh, lorries drive past. <laughs> I've noticed on the road, which is not immediately outside, but it's weird. Was it it's a little you? bit of air pressure thing. Was it you who said, was it this morning, you said, cool, you, did you hear someone like seemingly testing a blow-off valve or something outside? Someone pulled into the car park in a fruity car. Well, no, the, the first night we were here, I went to bed, you know, it was not super late, I went to bed about half ten or something. And, and then super that's, that's early. Well, that's what I mean. Not super late. It was like we we had work to do the next day, so I went to bed about half ten, got some sleep. I tried to, but I was just getting off to sleep. And then, because there's a main road goes past here that then becomes a dual carriageway. And uh, first of all, I heard something that was very V80 thunder across the roundabout outside, <laughs> and I was like, no. Oh. And then a few minutes later, something that was I would guess four cylindery, but quite hot cami and. High tune. I go sort of like not that fast change actually, not like a bike, yeah, yeah. but kind of quick gear shift. And you think it's someone doing a last minute R and D? I was like, these are the people doing shakedown on the dual mm. carriageway because it felt like because a lot of those cars are road legal, aren't they? So. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I never got to the bottom. Of it. It sounded slips. good. I mean, it was like I was I wasn't fully asleep. It was quite a pleasant thing in a way to be just slightly woken by from near slumber but yeah that was that was sort of like 11 o'clock on the first night um i was gonna say about howard donald what i enjoyed about him was that he appeared to be dressed as the caretaker from a school play <laughs> so he's wearing like a brown store coat but it's like no real caretaker dresses like that he was dressed as a comedy caretaker i don't well, know like why. A, a sort of um mary poppins back yeah uh, yeah, and he's got. I mean, he just needed a broom and to be sort of doing a load of broom work, but like it's too intricate. No one really brooms like that. It's just like you know, you got you got to tone it down a bit, mate, if you want to be realistic. I thought, yeah, I, it is a funny, a funny old event. You do see, you do see very familiar people just walking by, and you realise that it's. In fact, I saw Nick Mason. Of oh, course, did you? Of course, yeah. And you saw Rowan Atkinson I, as well, did I, you? I didn't see Rowan Atkinson, but I saw his car, and. The marshals that we got talking to are showing us pictures of Mark II of Cortinas. They um, they yes. saw him, oh, okay. and one of them asked him for a photo, and, and he, he said, said no. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, he maybe politely just went, no, I'm sorry, no. no. Not really. Not really. Well, it's not his bag. No, it's not. He's quite private and quiet and shy. He is quite a quiet guy, yeah, isn't he? That's fair enough. He's, you know, he's, he's, if he's on, he's on. He's performing to a script, and yeah. if he's off duty, he's not going to... i tell you what, when he's off duty, he's driving a Plymouth Barracuda. Hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, nice. It's, it's good. When, so when did you, hang on, when did you see Jackie Stewart? Um, when they were, um, what time would it have been? Oh, I don't know. Because I didn't see him at all, but it must have been, because well, you, went, off, you went to get a coffee. I went, to, I went to go to the toilet, then get a coffee, and when I came out the toilets, I saw all the 70s Formula oh, okay. One cars, and they were striking them up, so I took a couple of pickies, because, you know, JPS livery mm. and all that sexy stuff. And then I saw the back of the tartan man. Uh, and uh, the producer who's looking after us because we're being treated semi like proper TV presenters so we've got an assigned producer who looks after us and I think he's basically in a state of constant despair at the fact that we're either always getting a coffee or having a piss and the two things might be a bit linked well they're, they're completely linked aren't they but yeah whenever he's like right okay I, I'm going to need you guys to go to the oh hang on where's the other one gone oh he's gone for a piss well I, every time I go for a coffee I end up getting Bumping into someone that I haven't seen for ages. Mm, yeah, I know. So well connected. I know. I know. Well, this is you know, this, this is the world we inhabit, isn't it? Is is cars, and yeah. you don't do it for a long time and not get to meet a few lovely, who, lovely not not like guys. famouses, just as the other people we haven't even mentioned because you wouldn't know their names <laughs> probably. But Rory, we saw Rory today. We not Rory Reed off the telly. The other Rory, nice oh, Rory. Yeah, the Rory. Um, yeah. Who. Uh, was uh, in the paddock and yeah it's all good what else have we seen it's just it's just what did I, I wanted to talk to you about something like an observation today 
it's know. really annoyed me. One though. of my take homes from today has actually not been totally linked with Goodwin. It's been the fact that apparently you can become a friend of Bewley Motor Museum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And yeah. well, what I find intriguing about that is that by implication, you can also become an enemy of Bewley Motor Museum <laughs> and get involved in some kind of well, like vicious me, spats with them. Do you think there is, like, museum mafia? Yeah, I'm pretty convinced of So, it. like, certain... Like, the Peterson Museum has its, like, firm... Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, of, of they're, they're like the sharks and the jets, you know, because yeah. they're in America, aren't they? They're all clicky. Clicking and oh, clicking it, and it's vertical. All... That horizontal dance movie type stuff. That's... They do that down the street outside the Pinkston yeah. Museum. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, well, just, we're just uh, keeping a watch in case some of those yeah. bastards from Jay Leno's collection come by. <laughs> sort of thing. I don't know. And they're, they're, they're you, rivals. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen you've, you've curated a new display. I don't Might like that. I don't like yeah. the display. <laughs> yeah. It would be a shame if something was to happen to it. Like <laughs> what, like, someone was to draw a cock and balls on one of the <laughs> curation notices that described some more details about this Boatel Riviera. Or we, we just changed some of the facts about it so they're incorrect. <laughs> and they printed it out in the correct typeface, but it's got loads of incorrect information. <laughs> it's going to... Could severely damage your credibility if yeah. that was to happen. And then, unfortunately, if you look on TripAdvisor, there's at least six people that haven't enjoyed their day at the museum. Well, hang on, did you write these? Might no. have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Getting calls in the middle of the night going, Is that Johnny Smith? Yes. Are you putting on a voice? No. We just want to say, You're rubbish and your curation's rubbish as well. Uh, by the way, this is the Gaydon Motor Museum. But then they hang up and you ring up Gaydon and you go, Um, did you ring me last night? No, why? Just someone rang up and said it was you. Oh. Yeah, we've been getting this a lot, actually. We think it's probably Bewley putting on a voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got, a, because we're, we're, we've got a bit of spat going on. So, um, yeah. I tell you Beef. what, could you do us a favour? Look, you know, if you want to try and settle this score, could you write an article for a magazine where you say that Hispano Suizas are shit? Because <laughs> they've got loads of them and we've got none because we just do British cars. So you, you really take them down a peg if you just, you yeah. know... Just, just say that. Just keep say, it real. Yeah, say that Railtons are for knobs because we haven't got any of those either. <laughs> and we think they've got one. <laughs> Railtons are. For... <laughs> we looked at Railtons. We today, did look we? at Railtons today. A straight eight, which I didn't realise. So yeah. that's, that's, that's good. I do. I'd love a straight eight. I'd like to hear what it was. It sounds like very, very quiet. Do you think they're smooth? Yeah. They are. Well, no, but hang on, because a straight six is inherently smooth because you sort of your firing pulses and you, you know, it's all about your. your you, you, the balance of that, and when it happens, V8, yeah. you're throwing, you're throwing extra into the mix because V8s, obviously, you've got different configurations of crank, haven't you? But like yeah. V8s are, not and also smooth. the forces are moving, um, in opposite directions, not yes. totally opposite, but yeah, that's I suppose so. Yeah, oh yes, yes, okay. So the forces are all moving in the same direction broadly in in, in line. Has anybody out there got a straight eight? If could you, you have, just, could you start you've got a half it up, decent it. microphone, like the one. I mean, we're recording on half decent microphones. Something like this. Could you just re- record it? I'd take a phone recording at this stage. You know, just just get a, a sense. Phone In fact, recording. I've just realised we could look up on YouTube. I bet there's something on there of straight eight startup. You won't believe what my Railton sounds like. I've just bought a Railton, guys. Have you though? No, I don't. I don't think influencers buy. 
I'd love it if the influencers were to buy vet- veteran cars. <laughs> Just keep buying vintage. Hi guys, cars. I've bought my I've bought my 1908 uh, whatever it is. Um, should I have my Napier wrapped? What? Yeah, you should. You yeah, should but it's not much bodywork to it if I'm honest. So get yourself out. Yes, I'm, a roll of wrapping I was paper. thinking of changing the tiller steer system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of having. I'm, gonna, so, I'm having a, the cross the the. Uh, Wire wheels on my Fraser Nash chromed. Oh, actually, they are your. They are chromed. What about? Well, no, I'm having wooden spoked ones. I'm thinking of up, 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 upgrading to metal spokes. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, it'd be pretty, imagine London to Brighton is like is like the is it turns into the Gumball oh, Three Thousand. What about? I just realised so you've got loads do. of girls dancing, strobe lights at the start, little bit of gangster rap. Well, no, but what if they've Jay-Z's gone Jay-Z's there. They've all gone, like, sort of, like steampunk, but kind of, they've all gone, like, Edwardian cosplay. So they're all, <laughs> instead of wearing, like, what do influencers wear? They all seem to wear, like, tracky bottoms and things, don't they? Yeah, but there'll be a mashup. Well, like they, dress, they dress quite sharp. Sort of industrial revolution clothing. Yeah, they're all wearing those big floppy, like, um, you know, Peaky Blinders hats. And, yeah. And, and in fact, if they're going to go really authentic, they're no longer talking into their phone. They've got a man with a camera and a... Uh, one of those powder flashes that takes ages to <laughs> or, or like a courtroom artist who just follows around and does like a series of sketches of what they're doing and then they put it together like a flip book I'd absolutely love uh, it if, if 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 supercar influencers there was some sort of governmental ban it's like for the next year you're not allowed to you're not allowed to video any modern supercars <laughs> only by pre-1908 okay so and you've got to learn <laughs> I think it will become huge entertainment. I think it might, yeah. I'm trying to think of all those really old, you know, the bygone era when, sort of the gold rush of the car industry, when there were loads of small car companies. It's mental. I, for something I was writing, I had reason to look up um, defunct British car manufacturers. Yeah. And, and there's, there's just a list on Wikipedia. Dozens there's dozens. And dozens. Oh my God. And some of them you've never heard of no. at all. They're just like, you go, they must have made four cars. And some of them, as you know, they were quite successful until 1911 when their factory burned down. Yeah. Or something. Or, and here we have the 1904 Pricktees and Carnaby. There Lovely are some quite car. funny names. Go um, on, go mm. look at one. There was Something and Onions. I know the one, that was. Yes. One. Which is the one that's Something and Onions? Beef and onions. No, it's just... Hang on. It's, it's, not keep, keep, keep it's a flavour of crisp. Oh, it's yeah, not that. Sorry. Beef and onions. It might be. It's not. it's not. I mean, yes, okay, it's not. Hi, guys, welcome to my channel. Um, I've got this really awful <laughs> kind of motorised <laughs> wheelchair type thing <laughs> with tiller steer. Yeah, look at uh, this. Mahogany okay. wheels. So, I'll just do a random Albany. From 1903 to 1905, they existed. And for some reason, in brackets after it says steam. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> so, thinking of having it converted to run uh, on coal instead of wood, what do you think? <laughs> don't forget to don't forget to smash that that like telegram that you have to send me. <laughs> because I can't do modern shit anymore. Hi, guys. Thanks ever so much to everyone who's flown a pigeon to me with a message. <laughs> <laughs> they all, they all landed. They all landed at the house, Ooh. and I've got, I've got lots of really well-trained pigeons. I'll send them back as soon as I can. And oh, we just had a telegram come through. Let's see what it says. Like, stop. Oh well, that's good. Um, I found you. I found your onions, people. Mince yeah. and onions. All days and onions. All days and onions. See, I've seen an all days and onions. Have car. you? They yeah, lasted I've... from 1998, sorry, ni- 1898 until uh, 1918. See, I've, I've seen an all days and onions and I thought, what a cracking name for a car company. And you know what? You know when these old car company names get bought up yes. and resurrected? Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to use the heritage of all days and onions. Well, but what I'm going to do is turn it into a Body kitted Porsche KM with the batteries with with the badges <laughs> removed. Totally disrespect there. And you go, hang on a minute, is that a KM? No, no, it's no, all it's days not. And it's an all days and onions. What? I mean, at best, all days and onions sounds like a greengrocer's chain or a little chef that's trying to reinvent. What? One of those old little chefs that you see. 
you can spot them a mile off, can't you? An old little chef that's been repurposed, and the lucky ones get to be like a Starbucks or something. So it feels like they've still got a thriving business inside. Cause people like coffee, but some of them are a bit sad. They become an independent cafe, and they look a bit struggling. I know it, it, it's a bit sad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you think, ah, oh, the glory days of clean your plate. Get I once pop. tried to. Um, yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not going to say that. We'll move on to the next one. Okay, good. <laughs> well, we'll just let people imagine what you were going to say. Yes. Um, I was just going to tell you that uh, All Days and Onions has a fantastic and proper deep heritage. Um, the, the, the name comes from the merging of two engineering businesses, Onions, which was formed by John Onions in 1650. What, an engineering company in well, yeah, 1650? What were they engineering in 1650? Horses or something? I suppose there was a bit of engineering. It was probably, when was the Industrial Revolution? Uh, a lot later than that, yeah. The mid eighteen hundreds, yeah. late eighteen hundreds. Well, I was working up to it. Um, and the William Alday and Company, formed by William Alday in seventeen twenty, joining together. And here we go, Industrial Revolution post that. Uh, joined together in eighteen eighty nine, under the ownership of the Alday's and Onions Pneumatic Engineering Company Limited. I, and I you're going to debase all this with some body kitted Porsche Cayenne. Can you imagine the next <clears throat> Fast and Furious film? Again, <laughs> strictly veteran vehicles. You've got Dwayne the Rock in an All Days and Onions. <laughs> you've got, you got Vin, Vin Diesel's in some sort of <laughs> steam powered. Go on then, name another really strange name. What's Vin Diesel right. driving? Uh, okay, let's find something that's from. Uh, Vin Diesel pulls up at the lights, obviously using nothing but a block of wood that's just trapping onto the wheel because there aren't proper brakes available. <laughs> it's just yeah, he tries to do a handbrake, so <laughs> the, the wood blocks catch fire. <laughs> so silly. Um, oh, there's loads of them. Arnold. God, just pick one. Arnold, a company called Arnold. They only existed from 1896 to 1898, which. Wow. I was going to say before, you know, when you were saying about the outside fuel pump of that old Fiat, which was a sort of Manual Green. feel looks like an manual. umbrella that you just yeah, and you keep it all like a sort of telescopic handbrake or the height adjuster on some car seats where you know you can pull out a little telescopic thing and oh, yeah. I can't remember which cars used to have that Mercedes did they okay the orthopedic seat no no just a height adjuster but to get the leverage they they let you extend the lever I can't remember there's a car that definitely had that but it it was obviously not a height adjustable seat on that Fiat because he was fucking around with it for ages because they were trying to get it going when they were trying to bump start yeah, it basically yeah. oh he's pumping fuel in. and he kept reaching out and pumping it yeah. and um it didn't look like a telescope it didn't look like a telescope yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i was then i was watching them all those those lot going around in those those vintage cars and just thinking you're busy in a vintage car aren't you you were very busy it's a busy it's job a physical drive you never just sit back and it's always something to do you've got to fiddle with your retard of your ignition or yeah, something yeah, yeah, or, or yeah. your hand throttle or whatever there's just always a job to do in there it's well those really... old Bugattis what were the original ones the Type 35 type... yeah I think there was a Type 35 out there today wasn't there there yeah. was a 3 oh were there and they're all oh, fully manual fuel pumps so as you're racing and you're trying to go as quick as possible. Yeah. You know, and cease sawing away at the wheel. You mm. have to actually remember every however many seconds. To pump seconds? Oh, because, yeah, I suppose it's fuel, isn't it? Yeah, because you're driving flat out. Jesus Christ. I mean, the fuel pump in the car is running all the time. So you've got yes, to, you've got to go, sub in for that. Race, 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 race. Race, 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 race. So it's not just. Yeah. Wow. And imagine Ken Block doing veteran Jim Carter. Just amazing. <laughs> so Kenneth Block. It would Edwardian be Kenneth Block. Stunt driver. Um, Edwardian. Yeah, it would Edwardian. be. It would be. I think that's a, a, a Auto Tricks. Have you ever heard of those? Uh, no. 1911 to 1914. So well, it's a car company. Yeah, Tricks. Auto Tricks. T R I X, though. Actually, that sounds like a modern. Auto Tricks. That sounds Auto-tricks. like a Hoonigan contender. I know, it's odd, isn't it? It's, uh, Auto Tricks or Autotrix was a British three-wheeled cycle car manufactured by Edmunds Wadden and Co. in Weybridge, Surrey between 1911 and 1914. <clears throat> yeah, Auto there you go. Didn't see any Auto Tricks today, um, or any, or many of those. But I don't. That's the thing. So we, the other thing we did today, of course, is we went and looked at all that stuff that's going through the Bonhams auction, and uh, yeah. you know, I realised that my knowledge of. Um, pre-war cars pre-second world war cars generally is pretty sketchy because there are all those things that we were looking at and going oh well I know that's a Bentley but then I absolutely know Jack Diddley shite about it after that if it's not one of those blowers that everybody yeah. Wolf Bonato and yes. all that thing all of those Bentley boys by the way yeah none of them were using their real names 
I, I, I realised there it's bizarre, but they all um, pseudonyms. <clears throat> well, no, they just they all there's people who sort of for some inexplicable reason all use their um, favourite middle names and stuff like that. Although, is it is it because they were kind of um, they were kind of superheroes of their day, or mm. that's maybe the way they thought about it? Well, I imagine, yeah, it's probably they were pie, they were brave, they were foolhardy. I mean, um, yes. they were living they were living life to the fullest, weren't they? Racing trains and all that sort of malarkey. yeah, yeah, all that kind of madness. Yeah, I I've got a what would what would your Bentley boy name have been? What you're saying, I can't just be Richard Porter. No, not good enough. No, Try again. Okay. Um, well, you'd be you'd be a Dick Porter for a start. Oh yeah, Dicky Dicky Porter. Yeah, Dickie, but Dicky Dicky Ticker. Um, yeah, but what like it would it would have to have an ornate middle name. Well, so Wolf Bonato, his real first name was Joel. Joel. Tim Birkin. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't He's his a really name. really good direct, film director, isn't he? No, that's um, uh, Ridley Scott. Uh, well, he was a Bentley boy. Um, also, I was just I was looking this up because I'd written in an article once. I just looked at my own article here. Um, yeah, uh, Wolf Bonato, uh, which I've said in this article might be the coolest name in history, but his real name was Joel. Um, uh, Wolf Bonato's mother was called Fanny Bees. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, I promise. As in B-E-E-S. B-E-E-S. Fanny Bees. Fanny Bees, which sounds... Like it could be an R and B artist. Of I was some just sort. about to say Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardigan um, B. Yeah. Um, uh, Baby D. Baby D. Let me be Fanny your Bees. Let Bentley. me let me be your Fanny Bees. What I mean, I yeah. I can't even where we're going with this. And well, it's it all it's, it's too much. It's, it's too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I was going to say no. That's the thing. It's something that I I sort of. I'm not used to staring at you while we chat. It's weird, isn't it? This is all new for us guys. It is a bit weird. And uh, no, what I was going to say is that um, used to being in my spare room in lots of dishevelled mess and usually yeah, wearing I'm used slippers to being in, in our spare room. And I can I look out the window and there's just a tree. There's some trees behind the house and I can just see the trees and the squirrel in them sometimes. It's quite odd looking at you rather than a distant squirrel. Um, no, I've I was been say called to me, many things. Yeah, <laughs> well, that could be your Bentley boy name, the distant oh, squirrel. Of course. Why are you distant? Because I'm always driving very fast away from you. Distant squirrel. The distant squirrel. Because mysterious, isn't it? You go, yeah. there's a bit, there's a bit to, <clears throat> to dissect in that name. Yeah, I quite like it. Okay, we'll write that down. Good. Um, uh, no, all I was going to say is that with that Lagonda we were looking at at the, at the Bonhams auction, mm-hmm. the V12 one from 1939. Yeah. And um, I didn't realise that those Lagondas were designed by W.O. Bentley because he'd left his own company in a fit of pique because they'd been bought by Rolls Royce and he didn't like what was happening after that. No. So he buggered off and he went and joined Lagonda to spite them and he designed this beautiful V12 for racing and the road. And then. The Second World War happened. A kind of he's a hell of an things. engineer. Yeah, it was a lovely car that Lagonda. It was one of the one of the nice ones in that sort of pre-war thing. But yeah, I don't really know much about pre-war cars. As as I get a little older, I think I get more in impressed, and um, I probably devote a bit more time to um, pre-war engineering. It's probably quite good, isn't it? Yeah, some of it. Because well, my, my only because my brother is that's his bag. Because uh, that's his, and he his will always business, go. Yeah. Listen, Johnny, don't muck around with you know in his words, sixties toss. <laughs> just go. You know, this it's just no point when you look at how a thirties car's made. Is it because it's all metal and brass and yeah. stuff, and it's just and every, everything you can dismantle properly. Yeah, because they hadn't worked out how to cut corners exactly. and save money at that point. No, there's no built-in obsolescence. Legit, yeah. And I mean, I can see the appeal, definitely. Yeah, but I suppose it's... Not a- enough to drive around in one boat. Listen. You know. yeah. I was staggered that you could get that very grand old Rolls-Royce from the 20s for 50 grand or something in that auction, which I know is still a lot of money, but it's a It's a hundred-year-old Rolls-Royce. hundred-year-old car, and it's like, it's a Rolls-Royce, and it is very beautiful. I gather the engineering is exquisite in those things, and yeah. you know, genuinely is sort of the best in the world and all that, but yeah. I couldn't imagine... Having one, I mean, just definitely book, couldn't book park him, it on the street. Just book it straight in with Singer <laughs> to do what with? So, like, make it look even older than it is because that's what that's what they do. They take nineties cars and make them look like they're sort of twenty, twenty-five years older. So, so summarise it. I'd have Bluetooth hidden somewhere. 
I'd have uh, I'd have launch control. Launch control. Um, yeah, I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have LEDs put into the old lanterns. Could on you the have, front. like have Santa put like a really sort of steampunk Santa where there's like some kind of parchment that you wind to see the map? <laughs> I'd love that. And a voice coming out of on a gramophone horn. Yeah, kindly turn right. <laughs> If it wouldn't be too much trouble. <laughs> I, would you on. mind awfully going straight ahead at the roundabout? Roundabout? Roundabout. I think steampunk resto mod could be a thing. There you go. And then you get the influencers on board, like you were saying. Hi, guys. Audian influencers. Hi, guys. I've bought another yes. very unknown car. What ho, guys? <laughs> With <laughs> Ahoy, yeah. hoy, guys. Yeah. That's going to be a thing, I'm telling you. Well, it is now. You've invented it. You should have copyrighted it. Yeah, before you know it, I'll ask around. Well, uh, we've seen some influencers today, haven't we? So yeah, I might drop the word. We're and go, working with an influencer, sort of. So yeah, we know the next big thing's totally going to be Edwardian. Um, <laughs> Edwardian resto mods, right? <laughs> or you could just combine all of this in a slightly deranged way and ask Singer to turn a Porsche nine six four into an Edwardian Porsche nine eleven of some sort, and they would probably go. Johnny, in all seriousness, you need to get some sleep. I think I know we've mentioned Singer a few times in in previous podcasts. I know we, we very really much like what they do, about, and yeah. we like the guys behind it that that they've yeah. that, that done some fantastic stuff. But I do honestly think that if you're not if we're not careful here, guys, guys, the nine six four is going to be the rarest air cooled nine eleven. It's true, yeah, because they get arrested. You're constantly yeah. but butchering them, but yeah. you know. Butchering them well, don't get me wrong, but when was the last time you saw just a vanilla 964? Well, it also, it slightly winds me up um, that most 964s, I would say, that you see for sale, it's a majority of them that are early ones, which I think look mega on those called Design 90 wheels and with the I flat know. door mirrors. Yeah. At some point in their lives, everybody's gone oh they look nicer with the later wheels on them and the aero shaped door mirrors and they've switched them out and actually now they don't they just look like they've been messed with and I yeah. like an early 964 absolutely and also amber indicators because people put clear indicators on against no need it was fashionable at the time but just stop it now put them back um, and I love a I love a, a 964 but there was that one in the auction today which is supposed to look like a 70s one and it's not as good as a singer it's just not and it's it's actually a 964 and you're right yeah they're just butchering 964s which never sold that well because they arrived around the time of financial if anyone's listening look is anyone never, left listening I've ne- <laughs> never there won't be anyone if, if any if anyone has a 964 and they yeah. just want it to go to a good home money's not really the priority no just I've never sense. owned a 911 I feel like this, the boat has sailed you can have uh, a 966 996 sorry I don't want a 996 Although I do, th- they're all right. They're all, look, don't get me wrong. They're all right, um, and they are going to become collectible because they're the first of their breed. And people yeah. keep forget they keep people keep turning them down on the basis they're not air cooled. What I keep saying is the first of everything is always going to be desirable eventually. And they're the first yeah. of the water. I always feel like with nine elevens though, it's the last of, isn't it? Oh, it was the last one to be air cooled. Oh, it was the last one to have hydraulic steering. Oh, it was the last one to have. A- Fucking dog in it. No, that doesn't make any sense. I need to get to bed soon. Um, yeah, no, it's a good point. No, they will. I'm sure they will. Everything comes into it. Because once upon a time, you could you barely give 964s away. Everyone thought they would plop. and Like old hat. Yeah. Well, that. I want one. Um, well, I would like one, please. And if not, what I'll do is I'm, we are going to make a ghetto boxster. Oh, yeah. I want um, to get one that's been mechanically... Um, maintained to the nth degree, but someone's sort of slowly driven up the side of a hotel with it, or something. <laughs> you know, like they've they've misjudged a parking space and they've just scrunched one so whole you want, side. You think that somebody who is absolutely scrupulous about mechanical maintenance, yeah. lent into a valet parking, has somehow is an absolute Mister Magoo when it comes to manoeuvring. Yes. And is unconcerned about panel damage. Or sort of left the handbrake on off it, and it slowly rolled down out of the golf course. <laughs> you know, kind of like smeared down the side of a, a very mature oak tree. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So one side is rippled and scrunchy, and as a result, the insurance company's gone, well, that was a sort of six or seven grand car. No, it's I'm afraid it's right. 800 quid, no one cares. 
Yeah, it'll happen. But it's I'm not sure. so jagged that you can't drive it anymore. No, no, it's not gone like a parallelogram where you, just, you <laughs> don't really drive properly, whatever you do. No, no, no. I don't know. No. I said that I was thinking about selling my 911 because it feels like we don't go that many places. I don't go that many places at the moment because of COVID and things. And, and I was just like, it's silly. I got it going again, you know, the battery was flat for months and I got a new battery in it and it's fine and I, but and I came down here in it and it's lovely but it feels like it's a silly thing to have and we don't really need it and I happened to mention this to my wife and she went I love that car with a little wobbly bottom did lip. she really yeah. Oh, she, yeah oh my gosh she's a keeper and that's weird because it's like you know I could I could get rid of my Defender and she wouldn't give a flying toss but but it's because she drives the Porsche and she really loves it and yeah oh you see so now I can't which I kind of feel is I don't know well, it's not missing. Okay, do you prefer it to your Defender? Well, they're different, aren't they? But they can, would... Yeah, but if I said to you, you've got to sell one of them, the walls uh, are at the door. Porsche. We would. Because I could get another one. That's the one thing about the 911, it's sort of odd, isn't it? They're not rare cars, they are out there. It's purely yeah. do you have the amount of money that is being asked for the given one that you want to buy? Yeah, yes, yeah, then yeah. you can buy it, and if not, there'll be a similar one along. Unless you go something super rare, and they're very you expensive. You could sell it tonight. And then go into the or- the Bonhams auction tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, buy what? Everything was like two hundred grand. No, no, no. You could buy that Mark One Fiesta track day car. That's... That was still like thirty to forty grand. Yeah, it was thirty. But if I went home and went right. now, I've got some bad news. I have sold the Porsche. But don't worry, <laughs> I've bought a Mark One Fiesta saloon car racing replica. That isn't road registered. And I know you love driving the Porsche when you went places, so now you're going to be doing that, but in what to you will look like a tiny car from the 70s with one seat in it. No, <laughs> no other interior. What, with loads of advertisements? On the it's got adverts, adverts for things that don't exist anymore all down the side. And we all go, ooh, it's yeah. Got, it's probably got all days and onions written down Oh, the of course it has. Well. Do you know, I can't... Every time I think of Bonham's auction house, every time I think of Bonham's auction uh, house, I think like John Bonham, the drummer from Led Zeppelin. And then I think I'd love it if Robert Plant was to be like, "Do you know what? Fuck you! I'm All right, gonna, I'm, I'm going to start auctioning stuff. I've opened up on? a place down the road. Do so Plant's in on it. Bonham, Bonham's got in on the on the auction game. Cheeky twat." I'm going to do it as well. Plant auctions. Yeah, and then of course, um, the Jimmy Page. Yes. Well, Page is like this is I've had enough. Yeah, but I think he just he's gone in for more being like an eBay power seller. <laughs> of, of bracelets and things so, for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, wind chimes. Yeah. He's, um, <laughs> he's so Page. Yeah. Page is doing it. He's doing the auction thing. Yeah. Uh, which just leaves John Paul Jones. Yeah, who's what? not interested because he's got a minicab business. John Paul Jones isn't interested. He says, look, if, I, if I've got a bit too much clutter, just do a car boot. <laughs> just keep it nice and it's simple. constantly down the car boot keep with a pile nice. of gold discs. And you're like, <laughs> hang on a minute, where have you got all this Led Zeppelin stuff from? This is quite valuable gear. Well, because I'm well, in Led... I don't worry about it, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll tell you another day, mate. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's a good business idea. So Bonham's watch out. That's the moral of this story. Yeah, because the rest of Led Zepp are going to come. Because honestly, try and steal your lunch. Robert Plant auctions is going to undercut you. (laughs) Yeah, don't think that being dead will get you out of this bizarre fantasy situation that we've somehow walked into. Um, We should probably wind this up because apart from anything else, I think we're both very tired. It is getting quite late, and the decor in this room is so pre-internet. Yeah, it is. It started to make me believe that none of these computers are actually going to work in here. But also, yeah, I have to get back to my extremely bleak room and make the slow walk across my massive floor space to my quite small bed. Listen, take the keys to my all days and onions and just... <laughs> yeah. If we were going to do merch for this um, podcast, rather than have Smith & Sniff stickers, I think we just have little all days and onions stickers. And if you see one on a car, you kind of use no people go I oh, love that it's a Smith and Sniff listener because look they've got all days and onion stickers well th- listen listeners thank you very much for listening that was a lot <laughs> of the word <laughs> I've been Johnny all days and I've been Richard Onions it's going to be about a change in future I just thought of that I just want to say thank you very much for listening to this podcast if you haven't already um, given us a good um, star rating apparently that's important please do that um, and comment we love the comments they're always yes. funny. They're always insightful. 
Um, yeah, in, I'm Johnny Onions. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm Richard All Days. Um, I was going to... We do love the comments. And I was going to say, we do actually have an email address, but I'm just in two minds about whether to give it out. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> you see, even you didn't know that. Yeah, we've got an email address. Sugar, do we? Yeah, people can probably work it out. Okay. It's um, it's all days dot and dot onions. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Smith and Sniff, all written out in letters at gmail dot com. So uh, if you're uh, so minded and sends an email something you'd like us to talk about on the show, then please do trouble my junk box with it, and I'll um. I'll... Trouble my junk box. Sort of like <laughs> that's some sort of like R and B record. <laughs> Trouble my junk. That's the name of my second album. Um, in and my my uh, pseudonym of Fanny B's. Oh, was, uh, well, Fanny B featured Fanny on the Bees, record. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to repeat it. You'll have to rewind before I get that <laughs> email address Sniff, again because I'm a Smith bit worried about Sniff, us getting inundated with Smith and Sniff stuff. at gmail dot com. And, it, and, and it, on a serious note. If you think we should make some merchandise, even if it's just very discreet car sticker, <laughs> then let us know. We, we have thought about it on the run up to Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Um, oh, I suppose oh, it's weird doing this live because you're here in the room with me. Normally I'm doing it down the end of a line, so it feels somehow like I don't have to look you in the eye whilst I promote He's... your stuff and my stuff. But here we go anyway. Um, I, I have three things to tell you. One, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. Please stop doing that. It's revolting. Uh, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. I'm not going to tell you the name because he's trying to put me off. It's <laughs> We'll have to find it. It's called The All Days Nights. <laughs> Car testings. <laughs> Parchment. Um... <laughs> Two, um, I still have a book out. Um, I won't say the name of that because you're bored of hearing it, but I am also still trying to finish the sequel, which will be out quite soon. And the third thing I have to tell you is that we're both very tired <laughs> and slightly giddy, and I apologise in advance that <laughs> I haven't prepared a piece of trivia to tack on the end of the show this week because we've been Well, I busy. know what it is. I know what it is. Go on. Um... <laughs> true, true or false? <laughs> true or false? All true or false? Jackie Stewart wears a tartan body stocking, or is it a full body tattoo? <laughs> Answers on a postcard. Please don't send them to the email address. Um, but that's it for this uh, unusual edition of Smith and Sniff, in which we were actually in the same room. Um, we'll be back to normal service next time, I guess. But in the meantime, thank you ever so much for listening, and we will see you very soon. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.